0: Welcome to the uh, August 24th edition of the PFF Forecast. I'm George. I'm joined by my dear friend, the doctor. Not often do you see a doctor with a glow like Eric's in an acid wash shirt. He is embodying mad professor today, except one that lives on the West Coast. Uh, It's going to be a great podcast. We're going to talk about whether Tom Brady got a glow uh, in his his, uh, vacation, apparently, is what uh, he was on. So I guess we were all wrong. Um, He is back. Uh, in action. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about the Kayvon Thibodeau injury, the Panthers naming Baker Mayfield starting quarterback. Uh, And some of the other news, I am going to make make Eric talk about the Jimmy Garoppolo situation as well. And we are going to be blessed with some preseason week three bets. Let's rock. Uh, as a father, you are capable of speaking on this. I, I can't. I'm not allowed to comment. But as a uh, as a man with children and a wife, um, how do you react to Tom Brady leaving his teammates on an island or a peninsula, rather, peninsula, maybe, uh, to go on a vacation with his family in the lead up to the season? Your reaction?
1: I think it was pre-planned. So I think that that matters. Um, I know when you and I decided to move to Cincinnati, this great, this great city, this great metropolis. Mm. I had had a number of things planned uh, beforehand, so I pushed my start date at PFF back. I mean, I, I went to LA. I, I I went to a wedding in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to to taste the sweet nectar uh, of life there. Um And, you know, Brady probably, when he retired, like, put a bunch of things on the list, right? And, like, I know you have a a long-term girlfriend. I have a wife of 11 years. Like, you have to – I mean, you can't – you're kind of a prick if you retire. Say, I want to spend time with my family. Book all these trips. And then when – and then you're like, honey, can I come back? I guarantee you it was on condition of, hey, we're going to take the kids. We're going to take Bridget Monahan's kid, too. We're going to all go to this uh you know this resort island for a little bit and fuck the bucks like the, like what are the like he's got uh, people are mad at him I'm like dude he's used like we all have a leverage in life and like if you can't use it then what is it good for so yeah he you have he had leverage over Tampa Bay I mean would, would Tampa Bay fans rather he like be fully committed versus having like fucking Kyle Trask starting a quarterback for them okay <laughs>
0: I appreciate your perspective as a as a man with a family who once went to a wedding in L.A. This is this is very much like Bill Simmons talking to me about uh, uh, basketball injuries because he once had uh, one similar. Bless An ACL, yeah, yeah, um, and uh, guilty. I've done that before, um, but I, I'm not buying that. Okay, so if it was pre-planned, why the secrecy? Why not announce it when he came back? Why not say, "Hey, look." Because guess what? If he had announced it when he came back, he had said, look, guys, I'm back. But here's the deal. I was retired, and I planned a trip to the Bahamas. And the only reason I'm able to come back is because my benevolent, wonderful, gracious, charitable, beautiful supermodel wife said, look, honey, you can go back. But we're taking that vacation to the Bahamas that you promised, uh, and we're doing it August you know, 15th through the 22nd, whatever the hell that was. Like, does that – cause?" I'm not I'm not a like conspiracy theorist by any stretch of the imagination, but I also don't believe that it made sense, given it was planned, conditional on that it was planned. The probability that you keep it a secret and say nothing about it until he returns is interesting to me. Right. You,
1: but at the same time, though, right, we it's have compelling. It's compelling. We have a we have a problem in this country Uh-oh. at time. Uh, I'm just gonna stop there. But we have a problem in this country of of a lack of empathy, a lack of. I mean, we have like envy is the big thing, right? Like, I know, like, dude. I, I know you don't read the comments to this podcast as much as I do, but, like, there are people who are, like, who, like, don't like you because you have broad shoulders, George, right? Like, and, and the very act of wearing a tank top pisses them off. They're, like, I think what Brady is trying to do, and maybe he failed, right? Maybe he failed. But there is a big part, like, anytime there's labor disputes in sports, where do the fans go? They, go. They like, side with the owners. He's like, oh, these punks, they want more blah, 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 blah. Like I think, and whether he failed or not, I'm trying to understand it from his perspective. I think Brady was like, look, if I tell these people that I'm going on vacation with my family and I had it previously planned, there are going to be a number of people who are like, "Eh." like think about every single player that holds out now or holds in or whatever. There is a small fan base that's like, you signed a contract. You know, and like, Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. Brady is like, is just like trying to avoid that. And maybe look, and and I'm not saying he did it the best way or this was the best way to go about it, but I I guarantee you that like if every if what was reported was the truth, what went through his mind was it looks bad if I if I say I'm committed to this team and then I take two weeks off, right? when in reality, like it's probably fine. I mean Brady has leverage over Tampa. But what is Tampa Bay gonna do?
0: Oh, nothing. But I just well, all you said is completely correct. The you know lack of empathy, which I heard you can cure with um, ayahuasca, which is um, oh, not... I, not- I, I thought you
1: could cure it with um,
0: more pliability.
1: Well, that too. Um, my tendons, but, uh, yeah. more moist,
0: uh, yeah. it leads to more empathy on my part. So you're right. Like, that's the thing. I agree with you 100%. My, my reasoning is all around... You know that that is the case, and the thing is, like, I, I guess, why are you waiting to tell people now, when it will, you know, it's going to be a story regardless, and why do you want it to show up this close to the season? Like, wouldn't you prefer the outrage occur when he comes back out of retirement, and then it's everyone knows this is happening, and it's chilled out by now?
1: Isn't it a combination of things? Like, training camp sucks. Tra- Training camp sucks for everybody right mm-hmm. so he probably was like oh no i scheduled this trip and oh my gosh it was during training camp and then and then reasonable people are like oh he wanted to, he was he was serious when he said he wanted to spend time with his family and like of course he could he has all the money in the world and his wife has more money than he does he could have moved it to a different time he doesn't have to that's the point and i think waving that in our faces is probably something he wanted to avoid, right? Like I think that's the the whole like I just because I, just because you can doesn't mean you should kind of thing. And I think that for him it was sort of like this awkward thing where he wanted to sit out training camp cuz training camp sucks. Um one of the remember what when he initially retired one of the reasons we gave was you know back when he was with the Patriots it was a 16 game schedule and every mm-hmm. single year there were two buys and he got one of those buys from every year from from 2010 mm-hmm. to 2018, and now the season's 17 games, 18 weeks long, and only one team gets a bye. So B- Brady, on average, is probably playing 1.8 more games per year than normal. And the guy's just like, "Look, I'll come back, I'll come back, but I don't want, I don't want to do training camp." And I think that that's perfectly fine, right? Like, and he uses his trip as an excuse, and th- but that's just going to rub some people the wrong way, right? People who view football players who are like. Oh, my job as a truck driver is somehow offended by this quarterback who doesn't work 80 hours. Like that 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 viewpoint permeates fandom in the NFL, right? Like that that viewpoint is real.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I, that, I guess that's I'm my, just like,
1: saying I see it, I just see it as like he wanted to take some training camp off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had a pl- trip plan. It's the trip, you know, is spending time with his family like he's killing two birds and it, he obviously could have gotten out of it. But why would he? Why, why would he? And the, and the no, explanation was kind I of jumbled because I, why? You know, there isn't a good explanation other than I wanted to take time off. I can. No one else in the league can. And I did
0: it. I guess that the argument would be I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. So I decided not to mention it. And then I realized that it was going to be a big deal. And so now I'm mentioning it. I think that's the only real explanation. Yeah. I just think Brady's too smart. Brady is so calculated. That's the that's the thing. If this were Aaron Rodgers, I'd get it because you probably forgot. <laughs> you know, and, and by the way, I don't think uh, Brady's the only guy that could do it. Like, I think Aaron Donald could do it. I think Aaron Rodgers could do it. Um, mm-hmm. I think Matthew Stafford could do it. Um, you know, I think Jimmy G could do it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, although he did it anyways. Um, Jimmy. But. Uh, yeah, I just think he's too calculated. I, I mean, I'm not saying like I'm not saying there's some like he did anything illegal or did something wrong. I'm just saying my belief is that it was something that he did not want people to know about. I, I still believe that the my thought on what it could have been, which is that his mother is not doing well and he wanted to spend time with her, it, it could have been the reason. And that there's a real reason you obviously don't want to bring the light to that. You don't want added attention. You don't want them getting phone calls from reporters. You know, you know, you want to make sure that's not the story. So I I actually think that's what it is. I think Brady's too calculated. Um, Anyways, I I, I wasn't that big. I
1: I think weirdly, in hindsight, was it that big of a deal? Probably not. Like, I
0: think it wasn't, but it turned in. It it turned turned into into one because
1: of the length of the absence
0: Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Before we get on to uh, the next thing, and it's going to be a great thing because we're either going to be talking about Baker Mayfield, Jimmy G, or Kalen Thibodeau, so you want to stick around. But before we get there, a quick reminder on pff.com right now, PFF Plus is live. Green line NFL betting dashboards, player props, NCAA, college football player, uh, I wish, dashboard, uh, betting dashboards for spreads, totals, and money lines. They're live. Our new fantasy experience is live, all of our content live. And guess what? More stuff is coming. So you'll want to get to PFF.com. Get yourself PFF+. Plus. It's only $79.99. It's $1.54 per week for an entire year of the best football content on the planet. Promo code FORECAST, F-O-R-E-C-A-S-T, gets you 25% off right now. Or you can get it by month, $9.99. But if you sign up for a full year, you get a free week so go check that out and when you do you'll have all the ammunition you need to go to underdog fantasy uh and get yourself in the best ball game with promo code pff when you deposit it at best ball fantasy they will match up to your first 100 when you use promo code pff by the way if you spend 10 bucks they'll actually give you a free pff subscription so something to consider there and uh you can then enter best ball mania where you can play uh, for a shot at your slice of $10 million. So go to uh, underdogfantasy.com or the app and play some best You don't have to make any of those stupid in-season decisions. Okay.
1: Can I, can I pause for a sec? No. To, just to talk uh, briefly sure. about you mentioned something, and I do uh-huh. believe we are going to provide some content vis-a-vis uh-huh. visa college player props this year, whether that be tweets or TikToks uh-huh. or even an uh-huh. article on the TikToks. website. We will. So here's the thing. And this is, you know, this. George and I are an here to help you navigate. George and I are here to help you navigate the the dark and you know, Titanic uh, inducing waters of betting. My colleague, our friend Ben Brown, lives in Iowa. College player props are not available in Iowa. That was one of the reasons he wanted to move to Iowa is because Iowa had uh, 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 legal sports betting. There are some places where player props are not legal. They are legal in the great state of Indiana. Um, Saturday mornings are going to be the place. I'm going to post up. I'm going to look at the player props. We have a model that's internal. I think eventually we'll have it on the website. And we will give the people what they want. There will be some player props for college football. that? Are available. Go to PF.com. Download the FF app. And there will be some fruit available to you. For college player props and that's again if you don't want to just take the the buffet of 60 games that day and uh do as many of our friends have done which is print money the last couple of years on ncaa
0: green line we want you to print money that's that's what we're here for that's our new slogan the printing press is that our, gutenberg, are, our, uh, george gutenberg shahuri are we just did we, are we just all members of the printing press um <laughs> that's what okay i back up i think that that's the
1: new name for the group. Oh wow! The printing press. Okay. I'm a member of the printing press. Members of the press. The the we call them goodies, maybe like Gutenberg, <laughs> and then the printing press. I think we Stone. We got We got to put that. We got to put that back. But that, esteemed, that to me is
0: the is the name, right? Esteemed members. It can't be
1: Illuminati. Not M- That's no. too close. It's too close to some offensive words, names, uh, descriptions of people. But the memories also but um we the the printing press i think is is the new name
0: i'm, I'm here for it i'm here for it. let's uh, let's try it on and see how it feels um our esteemed members um editor editors in chief here of the the printing press and uh our esteemed colleagues that's uh, that's great i'm excited about that um and i've forgotten you know i'm you have brightened my day by reminding me that that is going to be content that we're going to have on pff and you alluded to another platform that maybe if you go check out you might be able to find uh before any others do um so you know just a just a hint there but very exciting very very exciting because if we've learned anything over the past couple of years there are two i think there are two really salient things and i I was talking to some folks about betting yesterday actually uh, and They were like, you know, we're betting this, we're betting that. Like, what should we be doing? And someone was like, I'm going to Vegas and I'm going to, you know, give me some, give me some bets because I want to go play some futures. I was like, don't bet any futures. Like, go play some week one or some college football bets. They're like, okay, which ones? And I was like, honestly, just bet player prop unders. (laughs) And like, if there's one thing that people are not doing that they should be doing, it is betting unders on player props, and I can only imagine you got to think that for college, that's going to be the case again too, right?
1: Yeah, well, and there's there's the one, and, and I don't know if books properly price this in, but um, you know, we we certainly uh, I think do, and like it, just to give you guys a little bit of background, we normally use our model for college DFS uh, that has returned a decent amount. Ben Brown and I have won the the fifty million or the fifty thousand uh, dollar prize ones run a couple $10,000 ones, but now we're turning it into player props because those are available and player props are just so much more straightforward for people, right? Like I know we're not really a fantasy podcast. We kind of came late to the sports analytics scene. DFS is pretty sharp. I, and, and to explain game theory to people is really tough, right? We, we have, and we have experts to do that. We had Josh Hermsmeyer on the show a week ago today, like, those are the folks you want to listen to if you're going to talk. But player props are just so clean, right? If you have a if you have a gauge on uh, Bryce Young for a game, you think he's going to blow up, or you think they're going to play a half and they're going to be up forty to nothing, and it's going to be all through the run game, and you should bet his under. Like, it's so much cleaner than being like, oh, Bryce Young. T- uh, in conjunction with the running back for so-and-so. And, and, and like, I actually was just preparing for the DFS late this week, uh, a couple hours ago, uh, when I had no power in my house. And the, you don't even know who the starting quarterback is for some of these college teams. They don't have injury reports. So the DFS world is a little grimier in college football. Player props are cleaner. It, it's one pick, and you can kind of watch a game with that one pick assuming you don't like a side or total in the game. That's kind of why I think we're gravitating that way, uh, both in the NFL and college.
0: Uh, no, you're dead on. Um, real quick, the Kayvon the Thibodeau hit. I, I don't want to talk about it a bunch because, um, it well, thankfully he's not like super injured, but um, you played football. And most notably, you played tight end. I did. And at first, and this is not surprising, everyone on social media had a complete conniption when they saw it as the dirtiest hit of all time. Um, you know, everyone was very, very angry about it, and then, of course, as kind, you could kind of tell um, it was coming. And everyone that has played football was like, "Whoa, hold up a sec! This was one of the worst." Like, Kevin Thibodeau did not play this correctly. This is a textbook block. All those things. So now you can speak with authority for a second time today as a man that has played the tight end position. Was that a dirty hit or a dirty block?
1: It wasn't. No, I mean the the hard part is like the, I I have such a funny experience cuz I was a wide receiver in high school as a big wide receiver and every block I made was up high and my first ever career start at tight end I was for some reason they gave us a front where I would I had the six eye which for those who are you know don't you know that's an inside shade of the tight end and generally speaking especially especially now where most tight ends are just glorified wide outs if you have to block A player who has an inside shade on you who's a defensive end you are at a physical mismatch right and so i was asked to sort of and my first ever cup lock in my entire life happened in a game and and you try your best to sort of like you know telegraph it for the players so that they're not like they don't get injured and and the but the tight end did that for Thibodeau. he just like took it on But I will say I've had two concussions in my career. One of them was in high school. One of them was in college. The one I got in college was in practice on that exact same, like why wham across the formation against an unblocked defensive end. Because what you do is you leave that defensive end unblocked and you bring the tight end over and crack him or wham. It's a wham when it's inside out. And I got a concussion on that play. Like if you take the guy on high and you are 240 pounds versus 270, You're going to get in, the tight end's going to get injured, right? And so, Mm -hmm. and again, I've been called, I got called for a 15-yard penalty from doing a cut block on a middle linebacker coming outside in, because that is illegal. If you come outside in, and then, and I actually tripped and fell, and the guy rolled over me, so it was like, it was like a, uh, it was an unlucky play for me, like I wasn't trying to be dirty, but... There are rules against cut blocking players when they can't see you when you can see them just like Thibodeau did when you are coming inside out on a, on a block you can cut players you can't cut players on returns like punt or kickoff or interceptions either side of the ball can't cut um, you can't cut outside in so if you're a wide receiver coming in to crack a defensive end, you can't go low right because they can't see you mm-hmm. but. Inside out is a tool that a smaller player, like a fullback or a tight end, has to block a player who is as athletic as they are, but bigger, like a defensive end. And that is a play that you are allowed to do. Now, it sucks because it looks terrible, um, but it's a legal play, and Thibodeau has to be ready for it. And and ultimately, you come back and say, football's a violent game. Football's a violent game, and... You know, If the league doesn't want to have those hits, then they have to outlaw them, but you are going to lose a significant amount of the run game if you do that.
0: I have nothing to add because I didn't play tight end, so I'm just going to agree with you and move on to the next topic of conversation, which is much more interesting and has some betting opportunities uh, aligned with it. Baker Mayfield starting for the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are minus one and a half. At home, playing against Cleveland, of course, that's noteworthy because Baker as some of you may know, was picked by Cleveland number one. And uh, they said, instead of you, we'd like a guy that uh, assaults innocent massage therapists um, at a ridiculous degree to, to come start for us. And we're actually going to pay him the most money uh, ever paid uh, to someone in the NFL in a guaranteed um, way. Uh, and that's how much we hate you, Baker Mayfield. So if you're thinking about a chip on the shoulder, um, this is about as big of a one as there is that exists. Um, the Panthers are a favorite, one and a half point favorite at home, as I mentioned. Total of one and a half. Um, so I guess my question to you is: First, do you see a a play on this opener that that you like? And um, uh, otherwise, is there like a a way that you are betting the Panthers now, given that you have this information?
1: I, I do think I was on a uh an under to the Panthers when they signed Mayfield I quickly bought off so I I'm I think the Panthers could be bad and I think if you think that they're going to be bad the bet to make is Matt Rule first coach fired um I have not made that bet I am not misanthropic enough I think to make that bet even though I think it might it might have value um I I think it's it's Browns or nothing in this in this game like I don't like for everything, and I, I think we have—it's interesting. We have to take a step back. I think Stefanski and Barry—they're going to get a lot of press, and they should, like, negatively because of this, you know, whole thing. And we—I believe personally that the Haslam's mm-hmm. are in the reason this all went pear-shaped, but they were certainly—they were along for the ride, so they deserve mm-hmm. something. Be that as it may, that Browns roster and that Browns coaching staff are very good right? Like the, from player two to 53, the Browns are as good as anybody. And at head coach, I mean, we're talking about two years ago, the guy won coach of the year. So Jacoby mm-hmm. Brissett has, you know, took a an indie team to uh, a six and three start, six and two start a couple of years ago. I, I think Cleveland had Cleveland should be, should not be underdogs against bad teams like Carolina, even with Jacoby Brissett. That's my take. I, I don't know if I can bring myself to bet. Cleveland but I think the I think I I'm not going to fade Cleveland out of spite for them because I think that that's a way to lose money
0: so yes except it is Cleveland (laughs) and this place has about as bad karma I mean as you can imagine like I don't know if you if people have been on social media they've seen There are all these pictures floating around of people who are rocking Deshaun Watson jerseys and holding up signs that are just freaking ridiculous. So they don't have a lot of good juju, but I agree with you. The Browns are a better team at basically every position. Um, Amari Cooper is going to cook C.J. Henderson. Um, And to your point, Jacoby Brissett, I mean, he's a very good backup. I think we're expecting Baker Mayfield to be good because he's not injured. But that expectation, given that new offense and new team, going against a team that has seen him play every single day for the past three years, and with Miles Garrett facing a rookie in Aquanu, I mean, also, one and a half, you're not getting through eight, Total forty-one and a half though is low. I don't hate going, you know, teasing this. Um, maybe no. it gets out to to two, um, and and you can get to eight. Um, I don't. Again, I think the plays that I would prefer would be potentially an Amari Cooper um, player prop or a sack player prop with, um, or a, just a total sacks prop with uh, with Miles Garrett. Looking at what those are when they come out, um, but I. I'm in alignment with you. Uh, does Baker Mayfield keep the job the whole season?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Who, who's there going to take his spot? Philip Walker, I watched him, and look, I Matt love, Carell. I love Mackerel uh Liz Frank injury. He's out for the year. That's an IR. That's right, I know. Yeah, like so, I know. and I, I look, I love the AF I love the XFL I love the USFL there's a there's a place in my big heart for this Philip Walker's ass and and I watched an entire preseason game trying try like with teasers with bets I mean the Patriots were seven point favorites in a in a preseason game and Philip Walker fumbled touchdown in the back of the end zone to lose that bet for all for the whole for the whole printing press he lost that bet And he sucks. So he's not. And and Sam Darnold is horrible. I remember our friend, Peter King, the venerable one. I think he's in town this week for a party uh, for us. The venerable one after week three texted me and said, Hey, Eric, uh, can you give me the skinny on why Sam Darnold is good now? And I remember texting him back and be like, and I wish my brother in Christ was actually like a thing back then, but I would have told him my brother in Christ. He's not Okay. They're running more play action. They're playing the Texans. They're playing the Jets. They're playing – they're they're, they're not – (laughs) like, they played a New Orleans team in week two that was, like, hurricane-stricken, right? And, like, they were, like, working out of Jacksonville, which, you know, as somebody who works out of Cincinnati, even I'll say isn't great. And so, Darnold sucks. So, like, Baker's the only good quarterback on this team. So, he's playing the whole year. Like, don't you think? I mean, unless he gets injured – He's playing the whole year. I tend to agree. There's no way Matt Rule um, is waking up yeah. on that smock and he's saying, "Look, I'm going to go to Sam Darnold. I think he gives us a better chance to win." There is no chance.
0: And do you think um, do you think that he uh, is the quarterback in Carolina next year?
1: No. There's no, there's no, okay. with a quarterback like Mayfield, given the given the economics of the league, there is no one, there is no good reason to have Mayfield. Like Mayfield is a one-year starter for his team, and then for the next team, and for the next team, and for the next team. Like people have learned from like the Carson Wentz thing, right? Where it's just like if his original team didn't want him his original team building all the strictures and structures in place for him to have success, then this rando team that needs a quarterback is not going to be able to build, right? Like this is, this is not Stafford. This is Mayfield coming off of a horrendous year. A, I don't know if that, if, if rules going to be the coach there for very long. And then B, I don't think the new coach is going to come in and be like, give me Baker Mayfield. 18 million a year like well and one he's not going to take 18 million if if baker mayfield plays well enough to earn the starting spot in carolina for years to come he's going to be expensive and i don't think another coach is going to come in and be like oh yeah baker mayfield 30 million a year let's go i think it's a
0: one-year thing i agree before we move on i agree before we move on to another one-year wonder and yimmy g Get ready for the NFL week one. I mean, hopefully you've been getting ready this whole time. But DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports and official sports team partner. NFL is here to help you out. Bet only five bucks on any football game and get $200 of free bets instantly, which I suggest you play some player props and probably on unders, uh, using promo code PFF when you sign up. And now everyone can gain the experience of the thrill of DraftKings with the early win promotion. Get up to seven. You win. on any NFL team. Of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if the team ends up losing. They are they are doing everything to help you out. Okay, so go take advantage of it. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit, and withdraw your cash, whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF as I said, and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantaneously when you place a five dollar bet on any football game. That's promo code PFF. In case I didn't mention it already, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Again, we know that Missouri has some weird laws. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and resources. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler. In Tennessee, call or text, the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789. I believe that's on Eric's favorites. In New York, call... Eight seven seven eight hope hope ny or text HOPE-NY, which is four six seven three six nine. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit wager, $200 issued in eight $25 free bets. I love how long the conditions are becoming. I'm more of a one 800 9 with guy, but. I mean, that is HOPE-NY. I need to know. We need some SNL skits on what the Hope and Why text line looks like. Um, that's just I, a, I've been thinking a about. I've been I've been um, thinking
1: about a stand up routine where I make fun of ads on podcasts. Like I feel like you could fill fifteen minutes. Oh, no. of stand up comedy on that.
0: Yeah, I I think so. I think you could. Um, by the way, uh, one of our newest partners. Symbol is revolutionizing the world of sports betting and fan engagement by making sports fandom profitable the company is symbol, the stock market for sports symbol was a PFF sponsor last year and they are back symbol. lets you trade pro and college teams, like socks, even earn cash dividend payouts. When your teams win, symbol to thrill of sports betting and combine it with the stock market to give you a platform where fortune favors the fan. Very important that it's different than crypto.com where fortune favors uh, the brave or bold or whatever the hell it is call it action, uh, which I don't, I'm not supposed to read, but I'm re- literally reading these, uh, verbatim download the simple mobile app for iOS by searching S I M B U L L in the app store and use code forecast F O R E C A S T to receive a free team stock valued at up to hundred dollars. Just when you sign up, the PF team is even going to get in the symbol market themselves. We'll let you know which, um, Uh, stocks or teams we are buying obviously you can listen to the podcast and figure that out yourself promo code forecast to get a free stock valued at 150 dollars and compete with us against the market at symbol s-i-m-b-u-l-l-b-u eric jimmy g what do you make of the the current situation with jimmy g a lot of stuff has come out about how he might not be as stand up of a human being and a teammate is maybe some had thought is obviously still, you know, on the Niners. Um, how do you foresee this playing out?
1: You know, I have a lot of empathy for somebody who like is.
0: Oh, empathizer.
1: I have empathy for Jimmy G because like, I think if you peeled the curtain back on a lot of these quarterbacks lives, you get a little bit of, you know messy stuff right um i don't know why the niners are leaking this when they're trying to get rid of him but i also think that maybe they're 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 trying to justify getting rid of a quarterback who's taken them to two nfc title games and within seven minutes of a super bowl title for a guy who has largely struggled in camp from what i've heard um that's what I make of it. I think they're they They were they were p- <laughs> had to be pissed off that Zach Wilson's ACL is intact. Unfortunately, uh, because I think Jimmy G would be a jet. Uh, if that, if, if uh, Wilson was out for the year, they're probably just waiting for a team to get desperate. And who knows? I, I, I would imagine at some point they're just going to cut him, but the, to cut him, like there's no reason to cut him right now because the, that cap space doesn't do anything for you. And right now, and he, like he, like I said, like, you could get an injury, like, we see if Tannehill tears ACL, and they would go with Cutler in Miami before we saw Bridgewater, and then they traded a first-round pick for Bradford. We saw, you know, Bradford get injured uh, with with St. Louis back in the day, and, like, oh, that could happen, right? We even saw, like, Andrew Luck retire in the middle of a a preseason, right? Like, um, and and then we saw him get hurt and then trade for Jacoby Brissett, right? Like there were two separate Brissett situations where luck was out for a, a whole deal of time. So I think that's what the Niners are looking for. Um, and unfortunately, like every, I mean, they played musical chairs at quarterback all offseason. And and Jimmy's the one standing up.
0: I just don't really see a path. I mean, I think it's a good point, actually, around... Um, why they would potentially leak it that they want to you know they want a reason for kind of parting with him um but i don't know that they need one i mean the only the only reason you would kind of keep him around is if trey lance really worried you and i don't think you have any reason to believe that that's the case so I, i think it's very interesting what what i do think is a really funny narrative so think think 12 weeks into the season Trey Lance having an incredible year. I'm just I'm just thinking about how our, our year gets turned upside down, Eric. You're not gonna like this story. Okay. So just preparing you. Trey Lance, MVP front runner, tearing up the league. Uh, I, have the ticket. I don't ticket. He's also running. Like, game, I like it. And that causes him that causes that causes him to tear up his knee. In steps, Jimmy G. And a la Nick Foles to the Super Bowl they go and jimmy g stays around and they win a super bowl i'm just saying it would be quite a interesting ending quite a funny ending to uh is jimmy g
1: that is jimmy g foalsian in that way by the way i'm the i I went to indianapolis to watch the colts play the lions Foles started that game it's it's a marvel Mm -hmm. that that mother is still in the league um but is Foles sorry is jimmy g foalsian in that way like Under no circumstances would you want to play 16 games with with Foles. Under no circumstances would you want to endure 17, 16 games with Jimmy anymore, but the guy's been there before. Maybe that's the role he plays in this world
0: now. He is is Folesian. If you remember that um, year that he came to San Francisco and they traded for him, they didn't play him at first. They finally put him in there, and he played really well. Like he graded really well and um, you know had a, a significantly higher rate of positive graded throws than I think we'd seen in any five-game stretch since. Um, and so I think that's actually exactly what he is. And he's got, obviously, charisma. I think that is something that um, will, you know would help him in those, store situations where you can ride that out a little bit more but i think that's exactly what he is and you know he will be a backup certain point here but i just think i don't know i just i have this weird feeling that somehow he stays for the niners and and somehow he ends up playing and i don't know that it's great for you know long term unless they win a super bowl and even if it is maybe it screws some things up but um yeah i just can't i just can't see him um can see him finding a a new home to be honest unless in preseason week three something happens. So great prognosticator. So we move on to week three of preseason. Um, What, uh, what are you anticipating and what are you betting?
1: Okay. So there are a few that I think you really do have to look at for uh, this week. So uh, on Thursday, you get Jordan love laying a point on the road against the chiefs. You know, part of me, you know, and the Chiefs will play, I think, a lot of their starters, not all their starters. Um, So the question is, is do you believe in Jordan Love? Do you believe in Romeo Dobbs? Do you believe in some of those younger players? Or do you believe in the Chiefs for a series or two, keeping a lead so big um, that it'll be that it'll be curtains for everybody? But then we have the first Amazon game. Uh, Our friend, uh, our colleagues, Ben Lindsay uh, and company working this one. The Niners are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Houston Texans. Uh, I don't think the Niners are playing their guys, right? So I do think, like, you take a field goal or better. Mm -hmm. But but here's the last one, and this one's Friday. I'll I'll be – I mean, I think you'll be close to Vegas, at least, by this point. The Buffalo Bills have won 10 consecutive preseason games, and they have covered nine of those games. The Bills are six-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road against the Art Smock and Matt Rules Carolina Panthers. I, st- I made my piece about mm. Philip Walker. You have Case Keenum. You have Bitcoin Barkley, Matt Barkley. That, to mm. me, is a lock. Mm-hmm. Plus six-and-a-half buff. Nah, I like that
0: one a lot. I do like that a lot. Bitcoin, Bitcoin Barkley, I think, is a fantastic uh a great idea um yeah he had to come back a reminder funny that there are some college football yeah yeah you hate to see it um there are some college football uh bets to be made for week zero we talked about them on the last podcast and you can go to pff.com and see them right now for an an insanely good deal and i told you how to get 25 percent off so go check them out go do yourself a little favor and by the way nfl week one bets are up there too and there's some tasty little numbers we talked about some overs that we liked On the last podcast so go get yourself a pff subscription head over to pff.com and enjoy come be a member of the printing press i like it i think it's i think it has a chance to stick so um let us know what you're thinking if you like it um i've gotten we've gotten some good uh some good suggestions from from the squad so um thank you guys for hanging out we love you we will talk to you on sunday i guess eric on sunday or whatever we do this weekend there will be a recap of some kind of something in Vegas. So that's a reason for people to come in and tune in. Um, As usual, we appreciate all of you hanging out. If you can give us a little review, uh, we obviously love that and share if this podcast was fun for you with your friends as well. We appreciate it and we'll talk to you later.